0: On today's episode of Out of Play Podcast, it is all basketball. We are talking what the NBA playoffs would have looked like in our mind. We are talking what March Madness, that Final Four, would have looked like in our mind. Big episode today. We are giving away to three lucky guests, the first three, to message the account, something that is going to be posted on social media, a question, a big chance for our listeners. $10 getting sent out to three lucky guys or girls. So enjoy this episode. Let's ride. the Out of Play podcast back at it. Uh, probably the most consistent we've been with a podcast doing it in three within two days uh, in a long time, but we are rolling. Uh, what is up, Jake? How, what is up, Ryan? How y'all been?
1: Been Pretty doing good. good. Been doing good. That's much?
0: Still quarantining. Still quarantining.
1: Uh, I actually uh, have not left the house since our last episode. I don't but, think
0: I have either.
2: No,
1: I
0: haven't. I haven't, except for when I went and played golf today.
2: Really? So you have.
0: Mm-hmm. What'd you shoot? Was it keep score? That's oh, so so pretty bad. bad. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, I don't. You see, you play golf, you know. I don't play good, but uh, we were, there wasn't even any scorecards in like the little box. I guess they don't want people like touching. Uh, that makes stuff. sense. But uh, I went out there first hole, and. I have my driver and I go to swing and I guess I, like I hit, you know, I've had the same driver since I was like you know, 12, I guess.
2: Oh, oh reliable.
0: And, yeah. Okay. And I go to hit it and I hit the ground, you know, typical. And my, my driver just breaks in half. <laughs> no um, way. What did you do? Did you first, bury so, it? First swing. Uh, my dad just kind of laughed and we put it in the bag and we, I just threw a ball like in the fairway. Uh dude, then, you should have uh,
2: buried it on the hole, In th- on that uh, hole, should have buried it. So when you play that uh, hole again, you've been like, "This is where it died."
0: Yeah, do you have a shovel. Or... So I'll do that. Where are you playing at? At all the uh, golf clubs. How is was golf a your business. I think is I they're know. like encouraging like,
1: people to go and like golf and fish and uh, like stuff like that. Like outdoor, fishing's essential uh,
0: business. I know you, fishing is. I mean, well that makes golf. Sense.
1: You can stay six feet from people.
0: So. But like the thing is, is like yeah, that's the thing about this rule is that there's essential like they say it's essential business, but everything's still open. Like they say restaurants aren't considered essential business, but they're still open. Like it's really just like if you get pulled over, I guess like and you, I don't know. It's kind of I don't know. The rule is like definitely like scared some people. There's not many people on the road, like when you go on the interstate. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it ain't like nothing's. I don't even think
2: Kemp knows what's going on.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of doubting that. He extended. He extended the stay at home thing for like another month, or like so.
1: I just read something that California said that they don't think sports will be back in California until Thanksgiving.
2: Oh shit. Oh, well, so be in California.
0: California. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so no LeBron. Oh, damn yeah.
2: LeBron. No.
0: Oh, yeah. So speaking of LeBron, speaking of the NBA, that is what today's episode is about. Last uh, episode, we did all NFL. We were talking the all-decade team uh, and the new draft, guys. This episode, we are going to break down what we thought the, uh, the playoffs of the NBA was going to look like Um We're going to go series by series uh, all the way to the finals. Uh, We're going to break down everything. We're going to give you who we thought would have won the awards. We're also going to talk some March Madness, who we had going all the way, who we had in our final four, Uh, you know, just to give us something to think about, uh, even though we couldn't have it. But we're going to start out in the Eastern Conference with the NBA. Um, Bucks versus. So the Bucks were obviously going to be the one seed. Yeah. Um, I know you guys said you wanted to go by where the standings were. Uh, I kind of changed it up a little bit of where I thought things were going. Mm-hmm. So for me, I had the Nets going down to that eight seed. They were really trailing, uh, no Kyrie, um, and I, so I've got the Nets down at the eight seed and the Magic at the seven seed. So for my first series, for my one through eight in the East. I've got the Bucs and the Nets. I've got Bucks 4-1. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be much of a competition. I think the Nets get a game at home, maybe game three or four. Uh, but the Bucks are running away with that one. What do you guys think for that first uh, round with the one seed? I think – Well,
1: I had them um, – Go ahead,
0: Jake. Uh, okay, I had them against the Magic,
1: and I had them sweeping because I don't think the Magic would be able to do very much against the Bucs ain't nobody stopping Giannis chris middleton Yeah, it's not happening, especially not the magic sweet
2: yeah i have them playing the magic too Four one actually i think the nets would be the seven seed because they play better without curry so like i think they just would have been a better mediocre team than magic but yeah it'd been really quick i could see magic stealing one
0: yeah so we've got the bucks uh moving on regardless uh, so now I've got the Raptors magic. I've got that a sweep Raptors is two seed. Uh, like I said, I think, you know, I was telling y'all that I think uh, I was going off of what I thought was going to happen. I still thought the Raptors were going to keep that two seed over to Celtics. Uh, I've got the Raptors sweep in the magic. Uh,
2: 4-0. Yeah. Oh, uh, well I would have them playing the nets and Again, I could just see him st- in one. The Nets would, but like, I think it'd be really quick for one, no problem. Siakam, he's been there. Um, but yeah, Raptors that's, going on.
1: That's what I had. I had Raptors in five against the Nets. They'll probably win one, maybe. But I, you know, honestly, I'd probably see this as a sweep as well. Maybe the Nets still one, maybe two. Not maybe Raptors.
0: Raptors got a big home court. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and they, they, and they the got Drake. Um. Yeah, so uh, now we'll move on. And this new song uh, would have released just in time for the playoffs. Yeah, that true. is
1: true. You know, and you don't consider that when you're doing these things. You don't.
2: A lot of things yeah. go. You're right. Into factors.
1: On, the, so, on on Jeopardy tonight, there was a college Jeopardy, and one of the things was Drake. Like the the whole categories, like all the things was about Drake. I knew every single one of them. Damn, dude, you would have made
2: a couple thousands a night. I would have made a couple fouls. What been about nice. the rest?
0: Then lost
1: it. Uh, no, none of the other ones. It was really hard. <laughs> it was really hard.
0: All right, but uh, so now let's move on. So, like, like I said, change it up to what I thought. I thought the uh, the Sixers, I think, were the seed as of now. So, I changed it. I think the Sixers would have made it up to the five. I had the Pacers playing the Celtics. I think the Celtics take care of that, but I think the Pacers get a few games in there. Uh, I've got Celtics four two. I think the Pacers may have, you know, been able to get both home games uh, mm-hmm. in the first, you know, not, a, you know, that Pacers team is, you know, not tough to get, not easy it's to traffic. get by. Um, so I've got Celtics and six moving on to those uh, conference semis. I
1: had them against the Sixers. And I think this, if the Celtics Sixers match up in the first round, I probably, I think that would have been the best first round matchup, at least in the East. I had the Celtics in seven. I think Boston and Philly is a little bit of a rivalry; it would go back and forth. I think the Sixers are really good at home, Celtics are really good at home, and they both go together. and I, I see the Celtics; they're just the better team, and in seven games, they'll be able to pull out.
2: Uh, I had the Sixers actually get into the five seed because I think overall they're just a better team than the Pacers. I mean, best home team. And I think that trend continues, and they'll figure out on the road later on. So Pacers versus Celtics, I have it going 6. Celtics 4-2. That's
0: nice. So let's move on to that 4-5. So this was the most intriguing of the East for me. It was Heat-Sixers. I sat here debated a little bit, uh, looked at it. I uh, think the Heat had the series 2-1 in this season. Um, maybe it was Sixers 2-1. I'm not completely sure. But either way. I think the Heat, just knowing the Sixers' uh, like history in the playoffs, uh, I don't really, you know, I know Ben Simmons and Embiid have said that, you know, they don't have any really big problems with each other. I don't know if I believe that. I think the Sixers aren't really, you know, like a team in the playoffs that's, you know, proven a lot. And the Heat, Heat have been rolling. He's got a lot of confidence. Jimmy Butler, Mm -hmm. uh, former guy on the Sixers last year in the playoffs, knows what their tendencies are. Uh, I've got the Heat in seven moving on to those conference semis.
1: I like that. I had them against the Miami against the Pacers, and I had Miami in five. Miami was statistically the best home court team in the NBA. They do not lose at home. They'll slip up one time in Indy. Um, <clears throat> so I have Miami moving on in five.
2: Um, I, I would have Heat 76ers, and it's huge that the Heat start the first two games at home. Because the Sixers, like I said, are just a a way better home team. I see this going seven, but I'm going to take I think the better team, the Sixers, and and I got them going seven.
0: All right, so let's get let's do a little recap of what our East looks like. Uh, for me, I've got the Bucks playing the Heat, uh, and the Raptors playing the Celtics. Uh, Jake's got the Bucks playing the heat as well uh yeah, it's the same and for the rap and the raptors playing the celtics everybody's uh but i think what jake or ryan say he's got the sixers playing the bucks yeah and the raptors playing the celtics so basically the uh same thing except for that one game uh so let's move on to the west i didn't reorganize this at all i see everything kind of staying the same Uh lakers versus grizzlies sweep i think we really don't need to discuss that did we all agree on that? yeah i agree
1: um i think maybe the grizzlies can get one at home just because jaw young i mean
2: are we knocking off the trailblazers and the pelicans and the kings making a comeback here well
0: I, pelicans, I think the grizzlies were playing good i think the grizzlies were playing I, I agree. pretty agree well enough I mean, the, the kings were holding the kings on were seven
2: and, to three in their final ten the
1: the Kings would have been the, the next, were would have been great. the next team fighting against the Grizzlies, but the Pelicans, the were Pelicans yeah, they were back. going down. The Pelicans quick.
0: weren't coming back. They, it was a dream, but I didn't see it happening. And the Trailblazers, if I'm not mistaken, I think Lillard was hurt, and I didn't see them. Well, do you think the
2: NBA would have fixed it where the Pelicans get that eight seed because they know Zion versus LeBron in the first round would just generate views. Well they had, they had I mean, lost was, like I mean, seven maybe. of the last 10 before the season
1: got suspended. I mean, so they were I mean they were real and right before it would have taken a little bit of a mini miracle for them to catch up to the Grizzlies. They were like six games back when it got suspended.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would probably have the Grizzlies too. I just wanted to point that
0: out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, right.
0: So so then second round or the second seed, I got the Clippers and Mavs. Uh, I think the Mavericks get one. They could get two. I realistically uh, think the Clippers would handle them, though. I've got the Clippers winning 4-1. Uh, pretty handily. I think, Kawhi playoff mode. Uh, you know, Doncic and Porzingis, I'm not saying these games were going to be easy for the Clippers. I think the Clippers would get in a lot of tight games with the Mavericks. Uh, I think this would be a fun series just to watch. A lot of A lot of star power. Uh, but I think the Clippers move on 4 uh, one.
2: Yeah, I got Clippers four two here. I think the Mavericks could make it interesting because they're a very talented team. But then again, Clippers are my team to win it all. So, uh, but Mavericks make it ma- competitive. So four two.
1: Yeah, that's how I had the Clippers in six. Uh, Kawhi, PG, just going to be a little bit too much. I'll uh, be the first time in the playoffs for Luca. Um, and Chris So, you know, it'd be a little learning experience for him. But this is probably the most intriguing uh, 2 7 matchup. I mean, they're not very close in the seedings, but I think it'd be a very entertaining series at the least. Yeah,
0: it'd be fun if to very, watch. Very,
1: very sure. fun to watch. So I had the Clippers in six. And I think six close games. But I mean, so.
0: Yeah, very close. I don't think anybody's dominating. I think they're coming down to the fourth quarter in each yeah, game for sure. Definitely. But uh, so let's get down to these last two series in the West. I think these, these are really uh, intriguing matchups. So I've got the Nuggets-Rockets uh, for three versus six. This game, this series is going to go seven. Uh, you know, I, but I think I really wanted the Rockets to move on. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think the Nuggets are just too good of a team, too organized of a team. Uh, you know, Nicolo is nothing to sleep on. Uh, Jamal Murray, you know, they've got, you know, they, they have, they favor the defense heavy. Uh, the Rockets, you know, I could see Harden, you know, who's never really got past where he needed to be. Westbrook, same deal. Uh, I think they would put up a fight and this would also be a really entertaining series. Just talking about this makes it pretty sad because I definitely was looking forward to some NBA playoffs. But I think the Nuggets win this in seven. Yeah,
2: I had the Rockets after really getting the five seed and the Thunder dropping back to the six. And the Thunder being the shock of the league, I'm just going to have a hot take. I think they beat the Nuggets in seven. Just to continue beating the shock of the league. Shake it up a little bit. And um, they take the Nuggets in seven, and there you go. Go
1: I had the Rockets beating the Nuggets in six. Um, uh, Westbrook and Harden both—they normally struggle in the playoffs, but they struggle late. This first round, they'll be able to show up. They'll do what they need to do. The only potential issue I see—well, I mean, one—the most glaring issue I see, I'll say that—is Jokic against the Rockets' um, front court. They don't—they have a center. Their big guys, PJ Tucker, who is six-five, and Nikola Jokic yeah. is huge. So I could see that as being a pretty potential issue that could that could put this in uh in jeopardy. But I see the Rockets moving on in six.
0: So you think you think that uh and Westbrook are getting it done against the Nuggets though? Nuggets are. I mean the Nuggets are good. The Nuggets man. are good. The Nuggets are good. Know. I'm
1: not shorting them, but I I think the Rockets are good too. And I think I think they'll be able to get it done. I don't think that think the that Nuggets have enough. I don't numbers. think the Nuggets have enough perimeter shooting, so and that's what the Rockets will make the game become perimeter shooting, and uh, Harden and Westbrook will be able to get playoff hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know. All right, so let's move on. Then I've got the Jazz Thunder four five. This one is a tight one. I've got the Thunder winning this one. So I also had the Thunder moving on, just like Ryan. I've got the Thunder in seven. I think Chris Paul. I saw a quote from Chris Paul the other day. It said that uh, uh, he was talking about when the media was, you know, tr- basically saying he was trash. He had a lot of proof. Uh, the Thunder team is, you know, way better than I thought they were going to be. Probably because the media convinced me that they weren't going to be that good. Um, but the Thunder are rolling. I think the Jazz are are good, but I don't think um, you know they're going to be able to compete with the shooting that the Thunder have. And um, I've got Thunder going on the seven.
1: I had the Jazz winning this one in six. I trust Donovan Mitchell. I trust uh, Rudy Gobert. Um, I think they'll be able to make uh, make enough plays to be able to beat a Chris Paul, Steven Adams-led team.
2: Uh, I would have Jazz versus Rockets, and I like the Jazz in this series in six. I don't think the small ball five would be able to get it done against Rudy Gobert and company, especially when Russell Westbrook has to drive the lane and one of the best defensive players in the league is there. So, And also, I think they ha- uh, the Jazz have the better team chemistry, and I think that becomes a factor in the series, and the Jazz take this series.
0: Right, so let's recap uh, for the West uh, I've got Lakers versus Thunder, uh, Clippers versus Nuggets. Jake has. Lakers versus uh, Jazz and Clippers versus Rockets, uh, and Ryan has Lakers versus Jazz and Clippers versus. No, Lakers. I have the
2: ja- I have the Thunder.
0: Thunder. No, it Thunder would be Thunder. Lakers versus right. Thunder.
2: Is it be the one versus the six, right?
0: No, be one versus four. They don't five. do higher seed. Uh, nah, That's nah, what
2: nah. I thought. I was just,
0: just I got... making sure. All right, so let's move on to that second round. Um, but I've got the Bucks versus Heat in the East. Uh, this one would be really fun to watch. Heat are definitely gonna get. I think the uh, one or two games at home, or yeah, probably one or two games at home. Uh, but I've got the Bucks prevailing. Giannis uh, has just been going off. He's got something to prove. Uh, so I've got Fox and six, uh, beating those Miami. This
1: was the hardest one for me to predict because um, through the last couple of years, Giannis has been incredible in the regular season. and got into the playoffs and not really been the same guy. He's easier to defend, but Giannis has developed a three-point shot. He's got Brooke Lopez who's really developed a three-point shot. They're able to really spread the court out more so as they were last year and the year before. So, and also, I think the Heat are probably the best team to go up against the Heat. Uh, the Heat are the best team to go up against the Bucks. I mean, uh, especially in the Eastern Conference because they play, they have a chip on their shoulder. They're tough, they play defense. Uh, but I ultimately have the Bucks in seven, but I really, really, really wanted to take the Heat. I was really close to doing it, but
2: I caved, and I think Bucks. So mine would be Bucks, Sixers? Yeah. This is tough for me because, like, I think the Sixers could definitely make this a series because Ben Simmons and just, like, they're really good.
0: Did you have – wait. Did no, you it, have would have been, it would have been Bucks.
2: Uh, didn't you have – No, uh, I thought the Raptors and Celtics would play the 2-3 seed.
0: Yeah, okay. You're right. You're right then. You yeah. had Sixers as five? My bad. So, yeah,
2: it, okay. like I was saying, the Sixers just a really good defensive team. They put Ben Simmons on Giannis. They could definitely neutralize them. Um, I would have Bucks going six, but I can see it going seven and just the Sixers making this a very competitive season series. But and then the day Sixers just don't have enough shooters and Chris Middleton would probably carry a load right here and push them on to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals.
0: All right, so, we've all got the Bucks making the Eastern Conference Finals as that one seed. And now the big one uh, this is a pretty, I'm sure we'll get some disagreements on this one. The Raptors Celtics are that 2 3. Uh, I haven't been big on the Raptors. I'm going to keep riding the Raptors. They were hot. Uh, big 19 game winning streak, I think, uh, this season. Something like the end of teens, high teens for sure. Uh, but the Raptors, I've got them winning in seven. I think this series would be super fun to watch. Uh, just two of the younger teams really coming at it. Uh, I think Nick Nurse, it, you know, the way he's handled the Raptors all season, he's going to handle it again. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are good, but I think Siakam, uh, Fred Van Fleet, who's been having a great year, Kyle Lowry, all that stuff, it all just prevails for the Raptors, and I've got the Raptors moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals
1: i had i have the celtics i really like their roster especially once they added kimba um kimba's never been has he i think he has actually been to the playoffs now let's say that yeah he has definitely I um yes no when they were when they yeah, were charlotte, when they were the I charlotte bobcats that. i remember they played the the heat because lebron dunked and looked at mj Do you remember that that was in the playoffs but I have the Celtics in six against the Raptors. The Raptors are a really good team. But the thing that they lack is a go-to scorer, Pascal Siakam is turning into that guy. I think he's I think he's a very solid player. Lowry, solid. Van Fleet, solid. But they don't have – last year they, they were able to lean on Kawhi. They don't have him this year. They're going to need a, a knockdown shooter. And I don't think that Lowry, I don't think that Van Fleet, and I don't think that Siakam are going to be a, a consistent enough shooter – to be able to beat a team of the Celtics. The Celtics have wings, that's what wins in the playoffs, is wing. wing defenders and wing offense. So, I mean, with Jalen Brown and having uh, Jason Tatum, I think they win this series in six.
2: Uh, I'm with Garrison. I, I really like the Raptors. I, they're at the 2C for a reason, and I think they're still a very underrated team. They got some really good pieces there. I like Nick Nurse a lot. I'm not saying the Celtics don't have a good team. They have some really good talent on there. I could see it going six, but I could see the Raptors just taking this in five. I I I just don't. I I'm I'm not really, really sold on the Celtics. I'm not,
0: man. I'd go in seven.
2: I think
1: this is this. This would have been the playoffs where Jason Tatum separates.
2: Maybe, but I, I don't know. I I still like the Raptors there. Give me the Raptors in five.
0: Grab. Raptors in five. All right. Big pick right there. So we've all, uh, uh, me and Ryan got Bucks, Raptors in the Eastern Commerce Finals. Jake's got Bucks, Celtics, uh, repeat of last year. Uh, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we've got the repeat of last year. Bucks, Celtics played in the semis. Uh, so we- let's head to the West. I have the Lakers uh, versus the thunder uh and i've got the thunder or not the thunder the lakers uh get handling that one in five lakers are you know looking really good heading in before everything ended uh i think lebron's really trying to make it a mission to you know get to that get to the western conference finals get to play that la battle uh i've got lakers in five versus the thunder
1: i have lakers in six against the jazz and the jazz are really good at home as well, and they've got good guards, which the Lakers—that is their weakness. So I think the Jazz are able to get one, potentially two, both at home. I've got the Lakers in six.
2: Um, I had Lakers Jazz too, and I would take the Lakers in five. There, I just think the Jazz are missing like one kind of piece that would separate them and put them in the big boys, but I I don't see it, and also I just think. LeBron just has his eyes set on another finals, definitely getting into the conference finals, and they take it in five.
0: All right, so everybody's got the Lakers moving on without much of a scare. Uh, so let's move on. I've got the Clippers versus the Nuggets here. Um, and I think, again, the Clippers are just, you know, this L.A. battle is what everybody wanted to see. If the NBA is fixed, we were going to see this pretty easily uh the clippers and nugget you know don't get me wrong nuggets are taking about two uh from this series but i think the clippers moving on uh in six uh, and we're getting that battle of la that everybody's been waiting on
1: yeah i had clippers in five against the rockets like i was saying earlier the rockets don't really have much of a front court their biggest guy is pj tucker um so i think the clippers are able to take
0: the Clippers, bench so, uh,
1: yeah, the Clippers bench is incredible. It's the best one in the in the NBA with Lou Williams coming out there. But uh, I have the Clippers in five. I don't think the Rockets are it to do much. The reason I had the Rockets being able to beat the Nuggets was because the Nuggets weren't going to have enough perimeter scoring. The Clippers got that. They're able to outscore them, and they're definitely going to be able to out-rebound them. Uh, Von Zubach, I remember I really loved him when he was with the Lakers. I don't really get why they traded him uh, to the Clippers. But I think he dominates this series, at least on the glass. So I don't think the Rockets are going to be able to stand much. If they get one, they might get swept.
2: Ooh. All right, so I had Clippers versus the Thunder. I got Clippers in six here. I Just the Thunder have been playing well against good teams all seasons, and I can see them just still in two. Like Clippers go up two zero, 0 and then it goes 2-1, then it goes 3-1, then it goes 3-2, something like that. And... Uh, it won't be easy. This will be definitely their toughest task in the playoffs up to the Lakers point, but give me the
0: Clippers and six. All right. So everybody is agreeing on the Lakers Clippers, so let's head to the East for these Eastern Conference finals. Bucks, Raptors for me, uh, it is going to be a good one. Uh, these were definitely the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. And, uh, I think the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs are always more entertaining from a, you know, scrappy standpoint and uh, you know, more drama. Uh, I've got this going seven, but I've got Giannis and the Bucks getting over that hump. Uh, I've got Giannis heading to the finals, big thing for Milwaukee coach Bud, all that, and uh, the Bucks are heading to the finals to play. Who I will name next.
1: I had Bucks Celtics. Um, I had the Bucks all really kind of. I thought about picking the Celtics, but no. should I go with the Bucks? They were definitely, they were without question the best team in the NBA. Regular season wise, got the best record. Um, so I think Coach Bud, that you just said, along with Giannis Middleton and uh, Brooke Lopez, they're going to be a little bit too much for the Celtics to get over. And I've got them in six. I got
2: Bucks Raptors and I got Bucks in six. I think at the end of the day like it'll be a good fighting series, but I think the Bucks have too much firepower and they'll overcome it and finally get to the finals. Other than that, I see it being a competitive series, but Bucks and Six.
0: Alright, so everybody's got the Bucks in the finals so here we go this is the big one lakers versus clippers in the western conference finals i'm gonna let you guys start out with this well okay
1: well, the how the season ended the lakers beat the beat the clippers and the Bucks both back to back and the lakers are really they were coming into their form right when the season ended they were playing the best basketball that they have played all season they, as a team they were coming together i hate to say this but i mean when with Kobe dying, I really think that this season was going to be dedicated for him, the best Laker ever. So I don't see anything stopping him. And, uh, I think the Clippers are a great team. I really do. I think Kawhi is incredible. I think PG is. I think PG steps down a little bit in crunch time. He has multiple times. So I got the Lakers in seven. I think it's the Best series. I think it's better than the finals. I think it's better than all the first or second round matchups, East and West. I think it's the best matchup. But I have had the Lakers in seven because I really think they're a better team with LeBron and AD both playing at 100%, both playing at full tilt. It's Lakers.
2: Uh, I got the series going seven, too, where I got the clip show taken it. Uh, just in the day, I think Kawhi and Paul George, being the best two way def- uh, players in the uh, league, are able to um, succumb the outcome of this series and take take the battle of L.A. finally. Like, the Lakers finished strong. There were still 20-something games left in the season. Like, there's still more to go on. Uh, honestly, I don't think the Clippers really hit their stride yet, but I'll take them with a deeper bench and everything. Clippers in seven.
0: All right, Um, this one honestly was a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be for me when I was really looking at everything. Uh, I definitely got to go seven and I've got to give it to the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to go to the finals in this one. Uh, Jake brought it up earlier with the Kobe thing. I'm a big Kobe guy. Um, I think uh, the Lakers were rolling and I think LeBron was on a mission. Uh, I think a lot of it, and let's be honest, I mean, we haven't seen a finals without LeBron uh, in in the last 10 years, except for that last one when he wasn't even in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if they would have done much if he he was in the playoffs last year. They would have been a
1: first or second. I mean,
0: but I mean, I don't know. I I did like the Lakers and the way they were rolling. I want the Clippers to make it, but... If I'm being uh true to myself and what I actually think I've got the Lakers uh, <clears throat> making it to the finals.
1: Well, I don't see if we're just like sit on this for a little bit longer, I mean I feel like this is the best series, so we can talk about it more than the other ones, but Anthony Davis, I really don't see who's gonna kind of guard him because obviously with LeBron you have two options. You can put Kawhi on him, but that's what I would do. I'd put Kawhi on him and let Paul George go out. But Paul George isn't gonna be able to guard Anthony Davis, obviously. So you can put your center, Montrez Harrell maybe, on Anthony Davis. But there's not really a clear-cut guy, dominant big man for the Clippers to stop him. And he's going to get double-double every night. He's going to get 12 rebounds, 13 rebounds every single night on top of all of the scoring that he can go out and get 30 a game. So that's, that's see that as a difference. LeBron's going to be great, but it's going to be that second man. And I think Anthony Davis – is going to be able to be be more dominant than Paul George when LeBron and Kawhi are going to be evening out. It's going to get it's going to be a lot on that second man.
2: I don't know, like yeah, that that makes sense. But I, at the end of the day, like Marcus Morris hadn't been playing well at all, and you figured that he has to ha- turn the corner at some point. So I'm guessing he would be able to do that, and. I, you could put more to people on LeBron than just Kawhi. Like Pat Beverly was giving LeBron trouble in the three games they played. It seemed like, and I, I don't know. And they just got the deeper bench. They can roll people out there. I just, and I think the Clippers are more, have more ways of scoring maybe than the Lakers than just LeBron giving it to AD in the post or something like that. So I, I still just see the Clippers taking this. They invested a, I mean, the Clip, Lakers invested a lot in their team, but the Clippers really invested to go all-in this year, and I just see them going the finals.
1: Uh, I mean, if I'm speaking honestly, I I, it would not surprise me a lot if the Clippers won the series. Like I said, I think this is the best series. This It can go either way. The winner of this series, I have won the finals, no question about it. The Clippers are incredible, but... Lakers in seven, baby. It's a shame we'll never be able to see that.
0: I think I think a big thing was the Lakers. Uh, I said earlier about the Clippers bench. I mean, the Lakers bench was starting to come on a little bit. And I think, uh, I don't know, that, that game that they played against the Clippers before everything went down, I don't know. It all just – I think if the Clippers win that, my di- my, my mind's a little different. Um, but I just I, – I saw a lot of the Lakers, you know, like we said, coming together. Uh Forming that team that you know they they wanted in the when they started the season, um, it was it was gonna go seven and that seventh game was gonna come down to it, but I just I saw like a LeBron play at the end or, you know, Anthony Davis just really matching up more than, uh, you know, somebody like a Montrez Harrell or you know, whoever the power forward for the Clippers is, uh, but I, I just. I don't know. It was very tough for me, but I just I didn't see the momentum going that way for the Clippers.
1: Great series, though. it makes me sad to think that we're not going to be able to see that. Wait, we literally we've talked about it for so long about how awesome the Western Conference Finals is going to be.
0: Yeah. But all right, so now the finals. Uh, me and Jake with Lakers, Bucks. Ryan with. Clippers Bucks. Uh, I've got the Lakers winning the finals, uh, six games. Uh, I think they were just rolling, and I think the Bucks, uh, as much as they wanted to believe Giannis was, you know, you know, and he is there, but he's not fully there, and I don't think the team around him is fully there yet. Um, I think they've definitely got some shots, but I think, you know, it's been. It's been proven other than last year with Kawhi and, you know, the beating up Golden State team uh, with no KD. Uh, you've got you've to have another guy there for Giannis, you know, and if they do, maybe the Bucks are pulling this one out. But I don't think Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez and, you know, Robin Lopez are, are getting you to that promised mm-hmm. land with LeBron on the floor. And I've got the Lakers. That's what I had
1: at the Lakers and six. Like you were just saying, there's a little bit too much. Is um, like I was just saying about the Clippers series, who's gonna guard A D. Well, in this the biggest problem with playing the Bucks is who's gonna guard Giannis. You know? And the Lakers are really the only team in the league to be able to say, All right, we got Anthony Davis, we can put Anthony Davis on him and he can guard him. He might he's not gonna be able to shut him down because nobody can shut down Giannis, but he's at least gonna be able to limit him and that's gonna be huge because he's not going to be able to just go off and just run the court and slam it on everybody every single possession, because Anthony Davis is going to be checking him. You the same goes on defense. With him guarding Anthony Davis, he'll be able to slow him a little bit, but nobody's then at that point. You're asking uh, Chris Milton and, to be guarding LeBron, and I think that uh, LeBron's able to, um, to exploit that mismatch and get to his fourth ring. Yeah, yeah, I got the Clippers in six. in
2: six, because I, I just think uh, Kawhi and Paul George were able to neutralize Giannis to a point, and you've seen Giannis been able to fold away in big games like this. I know he's coming off this great season, what it looked like he was going to win the MVP, but the key would be for the Bucks is Chris Middleton, and I'm not entirely too confident on him like stepping up and making these big plays. So I'm going to easily take Kawhi, who's been there time and time before and proven why he's such a clutch player in these type of games and Clippers winning six and Kawhi holding the MVP trophy once again.
0: All right, so we get through that. That might be all the NBA playoffs we get uh, talking about it. So I enjoyed it. Uh, me and Jake both have the Lakers. Ryan's got the Clippers. L.A. is taking home a championship regardless. So let's move on into some offseason awards here. Um, you know, we're going to run down to MVP, rookie of of the year, defensive player, six-man, and our most improved. Uh, we're going to start at the bottom. Uh, so we're going to go with most improved first. Uh, for, for me, I'll start it off. Uh, it was Brandon Ingram. And, you know, there was a lot of people – that you could look at, you know, you had Bam, Adebayo, uh Devontae Graham. You know, a lot of players were really coming into their own. But I think Brandon Ingram, you know, he, going from, you know, on the on the Lakers, you know, kind of, you know, he was he was a starter, but he was really feeling more like a role player in that offense. And uh, but this season he improved by six points. Uh, he was hitting like no threes at all when he was on the Lakers. He's averaging almost three a game. Uh, his defense improved drastically, um, averaging a block in a steal game, wasn't even at that point at the Lakers. Uh, he became an all-star. He was looking, you know, I mean, he was looking real good. Uh, you know, in a few years, he looks like he could, you know, he's probably going to be an all-pro player, uh, you know, second, 13 type stuff. Uh, so, I think Brandon Egram's going to take home this most improved hardware. Mine was a
1: little weird because I know he won it last year, but... I have Pascal Siakam winning it again, because he went from really a nobody until a really serviceable second guy last year with Kawhi. So that's why he was the most improved last year. And then from last year to this year, he's gone from a serviceable second man to a star. He is the he is the Toronto Raptors. He's the best player on that team. He got them all the way to a two seed this year. I mean, the Raptors were supposed to go down. They were definitely supposed to regress a little bit. They lost uh, one of the top players in the NBA. The Finals MVP of last year got them all the way there, and they they lose them, and they only dropped to the two seed. I mean, they they really went off this year, and I think Siakam's improvement to go from a really good two to a one, I think that gets them. uh, I had had a couple guys.
2: Uh, I, I was thinking like Brandon Ingram. He really made some hayway this year. Even Jason Tatum, he's really involved and established himself as a superstar in this league. But um, for a team that was not supposed to be there the Heat, <coughs> Bam and DeBio has played a huge role in that. Uh, he made an all-star team this year, and his de- defensive numbers were actually pretty good, making him hang around like the centers of the league, and he can switch out to the perimeter and defend the wing or whatever. So I think they're going to give it to a guy, to a team that was shocking this year, and he had a huge role on that Heat team.
1: Yeah, like that pick. He definitely would have been up there for sure. You know he went to college?
0: Yeah, so. I remember he was, Indiana like, Hoosiers picked in the middle of the
2: first round.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, he was good. He was really good idea. Oh, man. So we've all got three different ones. We'll move up to the sixth man of the year. Lou Williams has been dominating this award. But for me, I've got one of his teammates. I've got Montrez Harrell, who I think uh, last year he was, you know, coming out especially in the playoffs. Uh, but this year, you know, is averaging – him and Lou are both averaging 18 points a game. Montrez has gotten by like a little .5. But uh, I think Montrez Harrell was huge, is a huge part of this Clippers team. I mean, you're almost averaging 20 points a game off the bench. That should say enough. Um, and, you know, the fact that, you know, the Clippers, the big man, isn't really where their specialty is. He was, you know, really showing, you know, a big presence down there for them. You know, Lou Williams is Lou Williams. Uh, he's going to score. You know what you're going to get from him. Uh, but I think, you know, Montrez Harrell really improved his game. And especially, you know, Considering he's kind of the seventh man, I guess, because you would consider Lou the sixth. Uh, but he really, you know, any other team would be happy to have him as a sixth man or even a starter on their team. So I've got Montrez Harrell as my sixth man.
1: I have I have Lou Will. Uh, I didn't. I mean, yeah, Montrez Harrell was a good pick, but Lou Williams has been. I mean, about the best six-man, like, ever in the NBA. He's really played that role down to perfection. Yeah, he's won uh, it last two years. <coughs> Did he win it last year also? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I've got to make it a three in a row. Lou Willis, he's, Nobody's able to score like he is. He's instant offense right off the bench. He checks in. He's, he's a threat to hit the three. He can drive. So, I have Lou Williams taking it. I mean, the, the Clippers have the best bench in basketball. We were talking about that earlier. A big part of that is Lou Williams and what Garrison was just touching on, a mantra's Harold. Both of them together have made that bench really, really, really good. But uh, I, I see Lou Williams on an the edge there just about a slim I, margin. I
2: kind of agree with the Lou Will. Like, I, I could definitely see him winning it for a third time in a row here. And he's easily, without doubt, like probably the safest bet. But I can see Dennis Schroeder e- easily winning this, too. He had, the, he had the better field goal just comparing him to Lou Will. He had better field goal percentage and a better three-point percentage. And uh, he really helped this city team that just came out of nowhere when everybody was doubting uh. him. And my big thing is, like, if you think, are the Clippers there worth without Lou Will? Probably. I mean, there may be a tick, like, three or four seed better, worse. But are the City Thunder there... Without Dennis Schroeder, and I don't think so because he played such a pivotal role in this team, and I can see him taking this award. I like that
1: pick. That's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. Man. I like that a lot. He's come a long ways. He's, He's always a long been ways a scorer. Turn the ball over every three possessions with the Hawks.
0: Yeah. From that 2015 year. Got him. In that 2015 year. But, uh, so now we'll move on to the defensive player of the year. Um, I have Giannis taking this one. Uh, I think Giannis, uh, when you just, you know, look at his stats, um, it's pretty obvious. Obviously, when anybody comes into paint, Giannis is on his mind. Giannis was averaging, you know, thir- almost 14 rebounds a game from the small forward position, which is insane. Um, he's obviously, you know... The you know top five player in the league. Some people say he's best, uh, but it it just shows you know the dominance. And if you look at a lot of Bucks games and how much they were blowing people out, you know he was one of the big things. You know you didn't come in the paint when Giannis was there, uh, and obviously you know there's people like Rory Bear out there, uh, but I think Giannis just you know he's doing it, you know solely on that you know.
1: I had Rudy Gobert winning the defensive player of the year. I mean, he literally shut the league down uh, by going into the quarantine. So uh, he's the only person that's been able to get every single player and every single person in the country to be inside. So I think he gets it. And also from a basketball point of view, he is a very intriguing force going inside. He's, He's one of the best shot blockers out there. You got him, you got AD, and you got Giannis, sort of three, one of the three best shot blockers in the league. So I'm thinking of either one of those three. And given the fact that Rudy Gobert literally had the coronavirus, I give him the nod. A little pity vote with the corona.
2: Yeah, I think it comes down to those two guys right there, and just the season that Giannis was having. I would have to nod it to him. Just statistically, one of the best seasons in NBA history. So I I think they'll just give he not a runaway but if it's between those two I, th- they would nod Giannis. All
0: right, so all right, we got an agreement on an award for the first time on this awards rundown. Uh, so we we'll head to the coach of the year. Uh, mine was Nick Nurse from the Raptors. Um, I think what he did, uh, this year with the Raptors, like we were saying, no Kawhi. And to honestly make this team, you know, you know, it's not better without quiet, but I mean it's not far off. They were competing, their winning streak they had was insane, you know, you could think back to when Coach Bud got it with the Hawks, uh, you know, that the winning streak and what they were doing, you know, without like a real big superstar. Um, it was a big thing and I think Nick Nurse deserves a lot of credit, especially coming off, you know, a championship year like last year and he still had a lot to, you know, prove about himself, what he could do without uh, super, like one of the best players in the league with Kawhi, and he showed that he can still get his team to where they need to be. And I've got uh, Nick Nurse taking coach of the year.
1: <clears throat> I had Taylor Jenkins, uh, the head coach for the Grizzlies. Uh, a lot of this has, a lot of I'm going to say for Taylor also has to get put on John Morant in his incredible season. But The Grizzlies were not supposed to be very good this year. They were, uh, they were kind of an afterthought. They thought, okay, maybe you got John Morant; you're going to be good in a couple of years. Uh, but he was able to get him, and what I had him getting the eight seed, definitely a step up from what they were at least projected to do. So I've got Taylor Jenkins uh, was able to turn his team and getting the most out of it. So I've got him taking it. I've never even heard of Taylor Jenkins. Honestly, I'll just say it right here. I was Googling people. I was like, who's the head coach for the Grizzlies? He did a really good job this year. It's like Taylor Jenkins. So That's a weird name. So, yeah. So I,
2: I think Nick Nurse probably would have won this, but I, I'll give it to uh, Billy Donovan because OKC playing in this tough West team and just being a mid-team all year and also playing very competitive all year it seemed like they were always in every game, and also they were the most profitable team to bet on in the NBA. I'll give it to Billy Donovan for being a carrying a shocking team, and then probably winning the first round of the playoffs.
0: Nice. All right. So back to all three disagreeing. Uh, we're heading towards the end of these awards. We'll hit the Rookie of the Year and the MVP. So for the Rookie of the Year, you know, as much as Zion was coming on, I think John Morant had it. Uh, He was just going off. If you watch John Morant this year, like if you watched him in some of these, you know, like primetime games that the Clippers were featured on, I mean, he went off. I mean, he was just insane. You know, one of the most athletic specimens you've seen in the NBA in a long time. Uh, He's going to be really good. I think what he was doing, uh, I saw a poll of, like, the media, and it was like, who would you vote for rookie of the year? And it was like 95% Jha over Zion anyway. So I think, you know, as much as that, it would have been cool to see Zion keep going and, you know, prob- you know maybe get it, I think Jaw just had the collection of work over him.
1: Yeah, I just think Zion didn't have enough of a sample size. I think at max he would have played like 32, 33 games in the season. I mean, you're missing over half of it there's no way you can get the rookie of the year with that amount of that amount of games played so i give it the job really just based on that alone because i think if both play 82 games i think Zahn gets it but he didn't
2: so yeah i think Zahn would have made it interesting especially if he finishes out the rest of the season and makes a little run for the playoffs but i think john just playing the whole season and taking this team to where no one thought it would be i'm sorry john with a what it would have been like a 30 game season is not enough on your resume to win the rookie of the year
0: all right so we all agree on that so now the mvp award i'll let you guys start out with this one uh go ahead i had lebron
1: he was definitely coming into his best uh, best point of the season right when we got freaking canceled like i was saying earlier he beat the Bucks, beat the Clippers, and he was balling. He was scoring like he's never scored before. He was shooting threes at a better best clip that he has his entire career. And that's incredible at his age that he's shooting threes the way he is. And still being able to drive, put it in. His he's having one of the best defensive years, especially over the last five years. His defense was slipping a little bit. He came up, he he came to it this year and played good defense. LeBron yeah, LeBron be-
2: definitely would have made a late push down the season easily. He was definitely getting traction that way. It seemed like the media was trying to hype it too and get it around him. But I can't ignore that Giannis was also having one of the best statistically uh, best seasons in NBA history on both sides of the ball. So I have to give it to Giannis here. I just I with he was on the best team of the NBA. Uh, looks like he was going to be primed for a finals run too. I, I just can't give it to someone that was going, making a charge 30 games left in the season over to a guy that's just been sustained since game one. Like he's been the guy.
0: All right. So the big thing for me was, you know, like, like you guys said, the media was pushing LeBron and the fact that these awards are given out after the season now was a big aspect to me, which is why I gave Giannis honest defensive player of the year. Cause I think LeBron would have got it. Uh, Giannis definitely, you know, it, you, it was basically a toss-up, but I think the media being a big push and the fact that I had LeBron you know, in the Lakers winning the finals would have definitely done it too. Uh, so I've got LeBron winning this MVP to cap off the year and, uh, you know, cap off what I thought was going to be a Lakers championship.
1: The media was pushing it really hard, especially I after know. those two wins against, it, the, Lakers, against the Clippers and the Bucks. It was – and literally everywhere, they were pushing it very hard. I'm not gonna act like they
2: weren't. They need the viewership. Yeah, that probably does play. A, NBA was play down the viewership. They know LeBron's the mm-hmm. key, so if they pushed them to get the MVP, they were hoping people would uh, tune in to watch more basketball.
0: I don't really get why it was so down, man. Like I was, I, I was having a good time.
1: Yeah, this is this was the best year of the NBA, and at least. I mean, how long has the Warriors dynasty been going on? Or at least since KD joined the Warriors, it's been the best. I don't know. No doubt about that. I was
0: having that. a great time. I was having a great time. But that'll wrap up our NBA playoffs and awards ceremony. Uh, so now to wrap out this podcast, we will move on to the March Madness aspect. Uh, we're just going to break down. You know, If we went round by round on this one, it would take us forever. So we're just going to go down to what we thought our final four and championship was going to look like. Um, I will let you guys start out with this one. Uh, just wanted to give a moment of silence there real quick because of no March Madness. There we go. All right. Damn, so was you guys you guys, tell me what you guys were feeling. Uh,
2: okay, I'll go first. You got it, Um. Right? I think Kansas like in a year of like the college football uh, college basketball not being like where you could really dispute like who was the number 1 team, I think Kansas makes it seem like they were determined as the best team in college basketball. So I would have them in my final 4. Also Wisconsin was one of those teams just playing really good late and just like an Auburn team or a South Carolina team when they get hot like that at the very end. They can make a run in the tournament. So they would be like that team for me. So I would have Kansas playing Wisconsin and the East bracket part of it. Um, I would have it coming down to either Maryland or Iowa, and I would have to nod to Maryland. Uh, that would have been a re- – because Iowa was a really good team all season. They had a really good um, center. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but I
1: Luca Garza.
2: I, I think I like Maryland there to make it to the Final Four. And then I have San Diego State beating Gonzaga in the lead eight. I just don't think Gazaga's ever ready to take that huge next step, even though they made it to a Final Four a couple of years ago. I, I like San Diego State. They were without doubt one of the better teams of the year, maybe not playing a bunch of great teams, but they still had still got it done so i would have maryland versus san diego state and kansas versus wisconsin
1: out of the south i had kansas uh, like you were saying i think they were probably the most consistent team all year uh the east I have duke the midwest I have baylor um i said those two pretty quick but kansas duke and baylor those three are really the best three teams all season it was a shake up. Baylor would be be number one, then they would lose, and Duke would be number one and lose, and Kansas would be number one and lose. It was always just keep on going like that. And out of the West, I think I, I thought the West part of the bracket was the weakest. Um, I see them being able to get past Gonzaga and see Louisville being able to get past San Diego State. So that's I see Louisville getting in the West, uh, getting out of the West side of the bracket. Obviously, be the weakest team in there, and did you do the championship game? I just said did final, you four. Just say final four. Okay.
0: All right. All right. All right. So for me, I agree. I think Kansas is definitely coming out, uh, like Ryan said, in a year that it was, you know, a weird year in college basketball. Like was the best team? Um, I definitely thought um, Kansas was definitely like trying to establish herself as, and the does the, when they lost to Baylor, but then came back and won. That was pretty big. So I've got Baylor coming out. I think Gonzaga does come out of their side of the bracket. I think uh, they make a big push. I think, you know, you know, like you said, you made the Final Four a few years ago, uh, and I they you know they had one of the most consistent teams this year. Uh, so they I think they were ready to you know get back to that Final Four. Uh, I think Florida State was definitely coming out of one side of their bracket. They were looking. Just real good. I think they were a little better than Duke. Um, Duke definitely had some bad losses, and I just, you know, Duke's definitely one of those teams in a tournament who just chokes up every now and then, uh, so I didn't see them. And then uh, for my other one, I had Seton Hall. I watched a lot of Seton Hall basketball this year, and uh, the Big East, which is I'm, I don't even, it's crazy crazy thing it's still a conference, it's just not football. It is but, but But Seton Hall, uh, I've got the Pirates coming out of, you know, Midwest, whatever side of the bracket. So my final four was Kansas. Uh, Gonzales, all right. Four, uh, eight,
2: and so for the championship, I would have had Kansas beaten Wisconsin, and I would have San Diego State beaten Maryland, and I would have Kansas winning it all. I'm just going to take uh, the best team. I think this was the year Kansas finally does it.
1: Yeah, I had uh, I had Duke getting out of the East, so I had Kansas and Duke. I had Duke being able to beat them. I think that's that's really the national championship right there. It's those two matchups. I think a winner of that one is able to do it. And then Baylor and Louisville. I think Louisville is a good team. They're deep, but I think Baylor is just better. They're able to outlast them. So my championship is Duke and Baylor, and I had Duke pulling it out. It was Duke's year. This this is a Duke year. You know what I mean? It's weird all around. Duke's year.
0: All right, so I had uh, Kansas beating Seton Hall in the final four and uh, Gonzaga beating Florida State in the final four. So I've got Kansas and Gonzaga as my final. And I think Gonzaga was going to take it. I do. I think Kansas was uh, I think they're definitely the better team. But I think, you know, March Madness Fuck has, Gonzaga. Its, you know, it's wild stuff going on. And I think <laughs> and I think Gonzaga was making that push. Um, and Gonzaga was going to be reigned. Gonzaga's a piece of Gambians shit.
2: Champion of the 64. I'm sorry if we have any Gonzaga listeners. I just don't like Gonzaga. Wow.
1: That's our biggest fan base wow. is Gonzaga. They tune in every week. They
2: they, they were the ones <laughs> standing away from us playing North Carolina in the finals.
1: Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Makes sense. Uh, um, did y'all see last night? Ob Toppin won the wooden award.
0: Yeah, the mm-hmm.
1: uh, Yeah. Very odd, man. Yeah, I
0: thought about Dayton. I thought I thought about Dayton. But yeah,
1: I, I thought they were a little bit of a fraud. I wish my name was Toppin I'd be able to spend <laughs> that in the head so easily, just like trying to top it. Top Over or under, how
2: much head does he get <laughs> per week?
1: He's oh, getting right head right now? now. Right now, that is, that actually, is not good right quarantine. As we speak,
2: after that award, it is not good quarantine at all. No, it's not. Come on, Toppin. <clears throat> Stop
0: oh, just give up All right. Well, coming off that all football podcast, we just guys we just brought you guys a all basketball podcast. Maybe the next one's all baseball. Um, I don't know. But hold on, I make a side I note. Want to thank everyone for listening.
2: All right. I'm pretty sure everybody's out.
0: already texted me that
2: if, if, if with the new Falcons jerseys, if you're listening to this and you haven't already texted me, stop st- oh, yeah, t- telling me that they're bad. I, I don't want to hear you hear you, you shit talk my team. Like I, I get that they're a little funky. I kind of like them. Yeah, they they don't look bad,
0: dude. Let me ask you this: a lot of people I'm were not a big fan of the like ATL the
2: and the, the number font, but I like the white and the black jerseys. I still like how we kept back the throwbot throwbacks.
0: The funny, I like. I, I, isn't it funny how all yeah. the throwbacks they like they're the exact same? Yeah. Just threw They just threw, yeah, it, they just, just threw yeah. it in there. They were like, yeah. Well, I, like, I yeah, well, What still are they going to do um, now? I don't, I the black like, jerseys
2: dude, are permanent. Like not the throwbacks, but the new black ones are permanent. Home. Man, the all black. I don't. The get, all black. I don't just
0: the red. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they like. Why not just have red like why did you have to have know, red know. faded into black yeah, that looks cheesy but i saw
1: a picture like edited on julio of him running on with the the red and black gradient you know well, julio just looks good in anything
2: good. he puts on so, you know you can just it's about to jump it, two it,
1: it may look good on the yeah field, like but,
2: we haven't seen all yeah. the players where i thought dion like the white on dion looked really good oh god
1: the white sleeves dude it was so sick so,
2: so yeah, the white I, I'm, get, really I'm getting, I'm getting that white Dion. I'm getting that white. I
0: d- didn't mind the ATL though. I didn't, I didn't mind that. I the I don't think it was ATL a bigger though. problem than people are saying. I kind of wish they
2: just I, said Falcons on it. Yeah, I wish either just. Said, you know, yeah, Falcons. but I,
0: the ATL is something like every team is trying to push. Like, I mean, like I get that because like we do
2: the ATL chant like in the in the bins and Phillips Arena. It Mm -hmm. just comes on there. ATL. ATL. ATL.
0: I don't... I I love doing that chant when you're like in Florida and you're like at a concert of like little Baby or something. I I can say... I've never
2: been to a little Baby concert in uh, Florida, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Same. Uh, Oh, you see videos? Me neither,
0: (laughs) but I've definitely been to you just, you just, well, I've been to a walk a concert in Florida at Club Avila when I was. Uh, we that sounds real, lit. So, But uh, little baby sounded, little baby sounded way more lit than one. But from.
1: I can't wait. I think the 14th, yeah, it was definitely the 14th. They said they're releasing the jerseys to sell,
0: and then they got leaked. Well, that was when they were posted, <laughs> but then they got leaked. Dude, why does how does every jersey get leaked? Like, because you know it's that mean? one like, it just asshole like that everyone just knows. Post it for clout, like before it comes out. Yeah. Do anything for clout. Yeah. They have to get fired. Every they have to get fired. It's really yeah, just, just like, just like somebody made. takes a picture, sends it to somebody. I mean, Animation I understand. Like, Animation. they
2: should probably get fired over that because, like, they definitely told them like don't like show people this. But then again, like, is it that serious? Yeah, it's nice. a jersey.
0: Yeah, it's just funny because yeah. it came the day after the Buccaneers. Play. Yeah, what the thurs? The, the thurs
2: chirping us. Fuck
0: the Panthers.
2: When was the last time they beat us? Yeah.
1: The last time they beat us was wow. when Julio dropped that ball in the end Oh, that's I was, right. I was literally still. I was at It night. was in twenty seventeen. Like, I was at Marshall like, like it's been over I was in the hospital watching that. Happened.
2: I got in a car wreck that really? morning. After appreciate- chat Yeah, really. Yeah, that wasn't that nice.
1: I have a funny. I've actually kind of a funny story about that. That was like I said, I was still at Mars Hill, and everybody up there was Panthers fans. Dude, Panthers fans suck. They're terrible. They do suck. But it was right before, right before Sunday practice, and I was everybody was watching it in the TV in the locker room, and you know I had all my Julio jersey, everything, and. And he dropped that ball, and it was just like, oh, no. And then that was brutal. Like, everybody started going crazy. Just Literally, like, 70% of the team was Panthers fans. And I was just sitting there wearing a Julio jersey, and they they trashed me, man. You got, you oh, got I ripped. did. <laughs> they went yeah, out Yeah, we've of me, all man. been nah. there.
2: Just as Atlanta fans, right. there's been some point where we've just yeah. gotten been too much shit.
0: Even in Atlanta. You'll be in it. You'll be here. Kendall makes no sense,
2: this. dude. Like, literally, I got 15 texts today just telling me the jerseys were horrendous. I'm like, what does that do for me?
0: <laughs>
2: just jack shit for me. Like, okay, <laughs> I, I see your opinion. What do you think I'm going to say? Oh, I totally agree with you, man. Let me call up the front office of the Falcons. Let me call Arthur Blank and be like, you need to change that. No. It's just a jersey. Suck it off. They're not oh, that bad. You know, okay. Like, Come on, bro. They're really not that bad. All right. Rise
0: up. Any last words before we sign off? Make sure you're washing your hands still.
1: It's still an issue. Say so wash your hands. Two ABCs. ABCs.
0: Maybe a couple one, two, yep. threes. All righty. Signing off for the Out Peace of out. Play podcast. We'll see you all next time.